welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today I have a really special guest for you. This is totally different from anything I ever talk about. Her name is Carly Joe, and she's a cannabis sensuality coach. So we're going to dive into that and what that is exactly and how it can increase connection with you and your partner or even just yourself. So before I bring on our guest, I just want to remind you guys to please head over, leave a five-star rating on this podcast. If it's helping you, if it's giving you value, that would mean a lot to me. And if you could write a review at the bottom, you just scroll down to iTunes, write a review. That would be so great. Thank you so much. And guys, also just a heads up, there was some tech issues with this recording and I had Carly Joe on before where we also experienced some tech issues. So at this point, I just wanted to put this out there because it's some really great information that will help you guys. So please just bear with me on the little tech uh, flicker that is maybe throughout the majority of the episode and just try to dive deep into the content and really try to understand and take as much away from this value, this valuable conversation as you possibly can. Okay. Thanks for understanding. And let me introduce our guest. So Carly Joe is a cannabis sensuality coach who teaches couples how to use self-pleasure as a tool for deeper spiritual connection, greater self-love, and healing from within. Combining the sacred and ancient healing benefits of the jade egg, pleasure rituals, and cannabis, Carly Joe helps couples connect to their authentic sexuality. It is her belief that having a fully expressed sexuality is the most potent fuel for living one's most satisfying and fulfilling life. Carly Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming back on because I know we recorded and then <laughs> things didn't work out. So we're going to make it work now. <laughs> cannabis, like cannabis sex coach. I've never heard of a cannabis sex coach until I met you. And I was like, oh my God, this is so interesting. And if you could just tell us like why, why cannabis sex coach? Why, why cannabis sex coach? Okay. Um, try to give you a, a simple answer. I was going to get my certification and I was being invited to these cannabis feminist women's circles. And I didn't know that women gathered in such a way back then. This is like two years ago now. And I, it really opened up my awareness and my consciousness for deeper intention with why I'm bringing cannabis into my life. Because I've been consuming cannabis since I was 15 years old. And, but it was very unintentional you know, recreationally. And so as I was going to school and I was doing these practices, these really long, really deep sexual practices, I was getting really stuck. I was having a really, really hard time being in my body. I had never been in my body before. I didn't know what that was like. I didn't even know that I wasn't in my body. So to ask myself, ask the brain to release some of the cortical control and let the ego take a step back to really let myself be aware of my thoughts and my emotions and my sensations, I was having a really hard time. In fact, for one whole year, 
my intention anytime I did any sexual exploration with my body was just my intention is to be present. So as I was starting to come into the cannabis culture and to the community, I was learning more and more about the spiritual and medicinal benefits of cannabis. So one day I paired the two. All of a sudden I was in my body and I was seeing and feeling and experiencing in a way that I had never before. And this was a solo practice. Then I started to incorporate it into my relationship and sex with my partner and was finding that the two of us bringing cannabis in really intentionally was also helping us expand and build on our connection and our communication and our intimacy. That's the short version. Wow. So it was like to find connection with your body. Yeah. You know, um, it's really believed that, you know, how we feel about our sexuality and how we feel about our body is a direct mirror out into the world of how we're, we're projecting, we're projecting mm. our, our thoughts and our feelings onto the world and then per- perceiving that to come back onto us. And we get such early in, in, in early childhood, even as babies, we get imprinting so early on about our bodies and about shame and disgust on our bodies and our sexuality. So it's really going through and healing. And it was, it's always been a huge part of my relationship with my partner. And we were always using it for fun. And I always knew that cannabis made it, made sex more exciting. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But we weren't doing it intentionally. So when I say intentionally, I mean, we bring cannabis into the experience now. It's not something that we consume and then go to the bedroom. We bring it into the bedroom. We actually have a ritual that we do, and I now teach couples this, where we sit at the foot of the bed and we do like a grounding exercise, and then we have different intimacy connection tools that we do, and we bring cannabis into it. We set our intentions. Why are we bringing cannabis into this experience? What are we hoping to to experience or to feel? Um, And then we consume together with that intention. And we consume with... The, also the understanding of, of our limits, right? Because mm-hmm. when it comes to sexy time, like you don't want to get too high. You don't yeah, want to pass so out. Yeah, I was going to ask like how much do you, yeah. how much you consume? Right. You don't want to get paranoid. You don't want to get too high. You want to, you want to set yourself up for a positive experience. And so microdosing, so, 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 so important. Um, and I teach this a lot with how do we figure out what dosing is right for us? You do it by experimenting. You do it by taking it. A microdosing is going low and going slow. So low amounts of THC. Keeping track too. Keeping journals, writing down is also a really good way. But the thing about it is that there's so much that goes into it, right? It's it's mindset, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, intentionality, it's focus, it's breath. I mean, there's so many, the, the, the holistic sex tools is basically, it, it, it's more than that. So cannabis can be, you know, tool in the sexual toolbox. It can be something that you're just, let's consume and have sex. Or it could be something if you want to get, if you, if you are wanting sex to be more transformational for you, if you're wanting sex to be um, a spiritual uh, practice where you are going to grow and, and, and more like personal development. So you don't so have to make this you... huge ritual, <laughs> but it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I was going to say, like for starters or maybe guys who are just starting to 
to try out cannabis cannabis um, during sex with their partner in order to feel more connected? Like what would be a basic beginner intention setter for them to like try it out? I would have to ask them, what is your intention? Ask yourself. Can you give an example of an intention? Yeah, um, yeah. my intention is to be present in my body. My intention is to connect deeper to my partner. My intention is to allow my thoughts and emotions and feelings to rise. And I intend my intentions to meet them with love and compassion. My intention is to have better orgasms. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) There's this learning curve. And that's what I think is just the most important thing. If you get anything out of this podcast is that just because you fell in love, just because you're in a relationship, just because you got married, just because you have kids does not mean that you are automatically set up to have a amazing sex life. And if you don't have an amazing sex life, it does not mean that you're not meant to be or that you're not in love. You know, there's this misconception that sex should just be easy and the two of you should just, or three or four of you, whatever, should just know what to do and how to do it. And that's just wrong. It's something that you do have to take time. You have to practice because we have to learn to blend. We have to learn how to feed each other's sexuality archetypes or blueprints. You know, and that's where, that's where I come in and I, I create fun. So we do get, we play games. I don't want it to be, feel like a chemistry lab or a science lab. Like I want it to feel fun. And so we actually play games uh, with the, um, our practices of helping each other. So it's more lighthearted and more fun. And cannabis always brings that. So how do you work with couples? Yeah. So all of it's over a program called Zoom. So you're in the comfort of your home. I'm in the comfort of mine. And you, I'm leading them through different connection tools, clarity tools, communication tools, tantric tools. And um, if they're open to cannabis, then we use cannabis in specific sessions. So not, but I mean, it also, I also work with the individuals. So some individuals are already a consumer. They smoke in the morning, they smoke all day. Great. We'll work with that. And I lead them through a cannabis consumption ritual where just like I explained, where we're setting our intentions and we're being very intention, intentional with our cannabis. And then, um, usually the tools and the sessions that I bring cannabis in are the ones that are like hands-on the, the erotic or the tantric uh, some sessions I can lead where I'm looking at them and I'm leading them through different touch exercises, but they're doing it completely clothed. And that way I'm teaching like, okay, so, uh, put your hand on her heart or something. Right. Um, and then later you can turn those tools into your, on your genitals. Sometimes the, the sessions do get a little bit more, um, hands-on but then my clients just turn their camera off. And I'm just guiding mm-hmm. them through and they're naked. And then we shut the computers when the session's over. And then, yeah, if they want to continue, which I hope always highly encourage, it's like, go explore, mm-hmm. continue. Conti- I'm going to let you go now. Like, so I might lead them through like a 45 minute practice that guides them into, okay, now you know where we're going with this. You guys have the tools, go ahead and continue your, your experience and your date night. I also have in-person uh, workshops called Elevated Intimacy. And mm-hmm. my husband and I actually lead, lead those together. And we have one on 420. Um, but we, mm-hmm. we try, we're trying to do them every month. And that is, it's basically a date night 
for you and your partner to go and kind of get a hands-on experience of what Tantra and cannabis is because, um, you know, just listening to this, this is all intellectual, right? You're trying to intellectualize all of this. It's like, come experience it. Tantra is, was, is, was, yeah, is meant to be experienced. Yes. Get your senses activated, which cannabis also helps with as well. What is Tantra? If you could just explain to the guys like exactly what Tantra is and what tantric sex is. Because I feel like guys will right away think, or the majority of people will right away think like the, the Kama Sutra or something when they hear Tantra, you know? Yeah, that is like a common. Tantra is a very embodied experience. It's something that is is felt through your sensation. So that's why it can be kind of hard for tantric practitioners to really put language around it. So I'm actually going to quote uh, Dee Dusalt. She is the author of Ganja Yoga. And she also combines cannabis and Tantra as well. And I, t- I got this out of her book because I felt like, yes, you put into words what my body feels. So I'm going to quote her. Mm. Tantra is about using our body, senses, sexuality, and feelings, our unique temperament, personality, and all of our life experiences to enhance our spiritual evolution. Tantra is designed to move us beyond disconnection, separation, and limitation end quote. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. that's what I was explaining earlier of how you ask 10 different practitioners, you're going to get 10 different answers, right? Because it's not meant to be an ideological belief or opinion, but rather an embodied truth, like something you actually just understand and like feel in your body. And this requires a depth of practice to really embody and feel it. But luckily mm-hmm. there's, so you don't you need, know, you don't necessarily have orgasm with it right? No, I mean, you can have tantric orgasms. Uh, that's, that's kind of a whole nother thing. Um, but no, tantra doesn't need to be definitely. So orgasm to me is, is like, I mean, a goal. you don't always need orgasm anyway, but like, right. But yeah. For, yeah. For tantra. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's more orgasm. so like the feeling the body, right? Like feeling each other's bodies and mm-hmm. yeah. The more you practice tantra, the easier I, I believe it is to be in your body the more you're present in your body, the easier it is to feel sensations. The more sensations you feel, the more pleasure you feel. The more pleasure you feel, the more it's a little, it's easier to have orgasms. And a lot of people, the orgasms are having are very like, bloop. <laughs> and you're like, well, that yeah. was nice. That was a lot of work. And so Tantra can now actually help you expand and have mm-hmm. longer lasting, more intense. Yeah. And you can have full body orgasms. You can have, um, like universal mm. galaxy orgasms where you're, you're like, your orgasm feels like you're connected to a higher source and something of divinity. Right. Um, mm. they actually say in a state of, of orgasm, you're like the closest to divinity you'll ever get like the, the closest to a God or goddess or a deity. Um, mm. That's why they say you should, if you're ever manifesting anything, you should like do it while you, while you touch yourself. And I was like, that makes sense because when yeah. you reach orgasm and and think of the things that are that you really want to draw into your life, it's that much more powerful. I, that yeah, was really I cool. have a practice called sex magic. Um, Margot and Non brought it over to Western culture um, many, many, many years ago, and I do that for manifesting everything: all of my clients, my business, really? um, relationships, health, everything, everything, everything. 
Yes. Yeah. Manifesting with, you can say, you know, I want a million dollars and you're like, okay, great. I'm manifesting that. I want a million dollars. But imagine you trying to manifest a million dollars with pleasure and turn on an orgasm. You are, mm. you are putting pleasure around your goals. Cause a lot of times, right. You have a goal of a million dollars, but you're like, well, fuck, how am I going to get to a million dollars? What am I going to do? And you start stressing yourself out because you're like, I have no idea how I'm going to get there. So sex magic practice is actually a way of like helping you um, not only release it to the universe, like here's my intention. Here's my man. Here's what I want to create in the world. I'm going to uh, release it to the universe and put trust in my body and the universe that it's going to provide. But I'm also creating this manifestation with pleasure and ease. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it's all about the feeling. Everything is about the feeling. No, I always, I always tell the guys, like when you start talking to a woman, like it's about the way she may not remember everything you said, but she'll remember how you made her feel. And mm -hmm. feeling mm -hmm. is what we need to be more in tune with. And I think most of us are not. So that's why this is so important to mm -hmm. have these practices and to be more in tune with our sexuality and our body. Like that's our body. Yeah. We should yeah. know our body. So are the men you're working with mostly single? Yeah, they are mostly single. Okay. So um, perfect. So getting into a, a tantric practice for yourself, then um, it will set you up so well for dating and going on dates and being I, I've been, I'm married now, but before that, when I was going on dates, I always noticed that me and or the person were just kind of waiting until it was our next time to talk, right? Like we weren't really being present. We weren't really being aware that we weren't present. And that's a, a really, really beautiful tool. Like my husband has this ability. He, I don't even think anyone ever taught him. It's just like an innate ability to hold space. He holds an incredible amount of space for anyone who is talking. He has this ability to really ground into the conversation and hear you, really see you, really feel you, and then mirror that back to you. Um, and I, I see women, especially women, so drawn to him. They love sitting next mm -hmm. to him when we, when we have outings and doing things. They love to talk to him because a lot of us have just never experienced that being like seen, like yeah. really seen and heard in a way. And heard. And, and yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. And he does it in such a loving way. Like he's like, I'm listening to you with love. I'm hearing you and seeing you with love. And I think that's just, and this mm. is not, you know, I'm just saying this because you work with men. So it's like, obviously this goes for everyone, but specifically for your listeners, you know, that's something that I highly recommend practicing. But the, the, the practice is, is you have to see and hear yourself with love first. <laughs> you have yeah. to get to a point where Talk you shit to are... yourself and then yes. <laughs> self-pleasure. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. So yeah. first, would you say it's like first the self-talk and having the intention of maybe connecting better with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The more, the more time that you spend in, in with, with yourself, I, I like to call it sacred self, right? The more time mm -hmm. spent learning about your body and yourself and the, the better off you're going to be and the better the world is going to be, you know, your future relationships will thank you because you're coming from a, a mm -hmm. conscious place, not an unconscious place. Right. Yeah. 
Um, when you know when yourself you in, and your body, you, then you're comfortable with, you know, another person's yeah. body. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, when you, when you start dating someone, you're going to get over that, that initial honeymoon phase, right? Where all the, like, all the yeah. endorphins and all the, the feel good chemicals are being dropped and the bonding and all that. So after you get past that, then it's, it's like, you're going to war. <laughs> it's like, okay, now yeah. it's time to like, really, you know, work on this relationship and you're going to find that you trigger each other, your old childhood wounds, you're going to trigger each other. So can you be conscious enough to see, wow, I just got triggered by you asking me to put my shoes away because it made me feel like this is not my home. Oh, a true story. It actually happened when I first moved in my partner's mm. condo. Well, now it's our condo, but that it was a true story. Like I freaked <laughs> out on him because he asked me to put my shoes away. And then I was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and instead of, you know, instead of expecting our partners to be everything for us because they can't be, no partner yeah. is going to be everything for you. You are everything for you. Right. So I was like, hold on. Okay. Backtrack, backtrack, backtack. Oh, okay. That's it. It's stemming from an insecurity that this isn't really my home. That's, and yeah. we talked about it. And now when he asked me to put away my shoes, I don't freak out on him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he would say, he would say, if he was sitting here, he'd be like, you're not that like, okay about it. But still, I mean, that. <laughs> a little <laughs> eye roll. Maybe. That's it. <laughs> Bye. I'll put my shoes away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah I love that though that's so important I think we often forget that it's like I have to find the perfect partner who fulfills me in every way and no you don't because no one can be everything you know and right. that's that's so true and it's you know even I forget that sometimes like when you're when you're with someone you can't be upset that they're not a certain way if they have all these other things that that really benefit your life you know so it's just mm-hmm. understanding that that we can't we can't do that we can't be everyone's yeah. all we shouldn't we don't no. have to be because we could be our no. own yeah i i really really thrive or sorry excuse me strive i really strive to help my clients understand that they are their own healer yeah you are your own healer that person that gave you that best orgasm ever that orgasm doesn't belong to them it belongs to you. And I think that's really good for, for the, for the men listening to this podcast too. It's like, I think, you know, if you don't give her the most epic orgasm ever, then you're not a man. We have all mm. these like really, yeah. really fucked up beliefs about what being a man is that my partner yeah. and I talk about all the time. Um, you know, and just to remember like whatever experience that she's having or he, I guess, you know, um, it's theirs, it's their orgasm. It's their, their pleasure. You were this beautiful, like, you know, a beacon of helping getting to the guiding to get to that pleasure. But at the end of the day, like that orgasm is hers. She had it. Yeah. It's her body. He's responsible right? for that. Yeah. Yeah. And this belief system of like, you know, um, he was, the, I'll never have that again, or I'll never, or, or the opposite of a man thinking like, oh, you know, um, if she doesn't have this most epic experience ever, then I, what is that saying about me and my manlyhood? It's like, it's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nothing to do with you at all. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where recapping comes in. So after sexuality, Jose, my, my husband calls it focus group, <laughs> but I call it recap um, where you lie in bed and talk about it. Like, how was that for you? You know, what did you like? 
did you, was there anything that you found that you were surprised by, you know, and that's where you get to like have deeper integration of like, mm. actually, yeah. Like when you were thrusting three, two, one, hold three, two, one, hold or whatever. You're like, wow, yeah, that was really, really exciting me. And I never knew that I wanted to be thrusted like that. Or you can have these like bigger conversations mm. about, you I know, that. It, I feel like no one yeah. does this. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite part of sex is the re is the recreate. Yeah, it's like, like how was that for you? Yeah, like how was that for you? What did you experience? Like, um, is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything I could do better? Is there any like ask questions like, you know, yeah. was there anything that you wish I knew or wish I did? Like, because you're only setting yourself up for uh, even more first of all, it's gonna deeper, it's gonna connect time. you. Yes. And it's going to, it's going to connect you so much deeper and have this, like mm. this beautiful experience after sex where you get to talk about it. Like on a, you know, sometimes I'll ask my partner on a scale of one to 10, like, how was that orgasm for you? You know, um, how was it, was it different? Did you know? Cause then I, cause I'm all like, okay, now try breath work. I'm always throwing things at him. Like, okay. When you're about <laughs> to orgasm, go like this, you know? So it's like, I want to know how was that for you? Did that increase or decrease your experience? Like that's a good question. Mm. You know, just ask questions. Be curious. Um, sex yeah. should be fun, and, and it should be. Uh, oh, and something else I'd like to. I have so much I want to teach men, but uh, something else too is that there are millions of types of orgasms. Some of them I call heartgasms, sadgasms, crygasms, gigglegasms. So if you're if you mm. are in a heterosexual situation and you are having sex with a woman. And she cries. It's it's common. It's a release. Orgasms are a release of energy. And so sometimes mm. after orgasms, we giggle. Sometimes we cry. You know. Sometimes we, we just like we go off into another universe for a while. It's all normal. It's all common. And just hold her through it. If she starts to cry, don't say anything. <laughs> just lay there yeah. next to her. Not your just fault. let her know. <laughs> yeah, like love her through it, see her through it, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and if she wants to talk about it, you can just say, ask that, you know, do you want to talk about your experience? Would you like to Mm -hmm. talk about it? No. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think just that simple act of just talking right after sex about the sex is like, that's such a, like, this is so true. It's such an intimate topic. Like how can you really get more connected than that? Or how can you really go deeper than to talk about your sexual experience you just had? You know, that really yeah. does in a way, I could see that connecting you so much further just by having that conversation right after. Cause mm-hmm. I know if a guy asks me something right after, I really appreciate that. And I enjoy yeah. conversation around it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's nice to, to have that deeper understanding. And then hopefully you'll remember for the next time, Oh, she said she liked it when I did this, you know, yeah. and then you can play. And I also really love talking during sex too, you know, like asking questions during like, you know, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. You know, cause it, it's a shared experience and you would, if you were skydiving for the first time together, you would talk about that, you know, mm-hmm. So why yeah. not? Why not during sex? You know, I mean, nothing to like get awkward and quiet about. <laughs> you're just you're doing something together. Oh, awesome! So interesting. This is so different from everything I put out. So, because um, I don't talk about connection or really that deep 
sexuality, especially mixed with cannabis. So this is just awesome. So Carly Joe, last question. If you can leave the guys with one thing to walk away from, maybe something they can practice or something that they can think about before their next sexual experience to have them feel more connected to their partner, what would that be? Hmm. I would say to self-pleasure, set a scene for yourself where Hmm. you are getting, like I said, essential oils, candles, soft music, soft textures, and get some, uh, maybe, you know, some skin-friendly oil or loop and really just spend time breathing in to your clock as Mm. you are experiencing your clock. Like, I like to say, I like to think of like worship your clock, right? But not in the way that's like, Mm -hmm. like, way people think that means <laughs> yeah like worship your own clock because i think when you learn how to really worship your own clock you can really learn to worship someone else's clock or someone else's pussy you know and and mm-hmm. um it's just called penis breathing it's literally just connecting to your penis and breathing in and out in and out because your your clock is like a, a third brain mm-hmm. you know um is there a special and, way to breathe like in through the nose out through the mouth like that's the way I like to, um, I like to breathe the in through the nose, out through the mouth because it releases cortical control. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, if you want to just go in and out of the, the nose, but you're just, just be present, be present and breath really helps us be present when you're just focusing on the breath. Can you do an example of the breath? So they know like how long it should be and what should it sound like? Yes. Um, I've also practiced a lot of breath work, so you're not going to ever sound like me but this is how it sounds on me. Also just really relaxing and soothing. Mm. Maybe try that before a a first date. Do some penis cock breathing. Do some gentle touch. And that will probably yeah. help them stay connected on their date, right? And more yeah, confident and also, in their body. Yes, exactly. And it also just, um, you know, really, it's also like sexual energy. You are, yeah. you are activating the sexual energy within your body and sexual energy is really contagious. It's very, mm. um, it's, it, sexual energy can light up parts of the brain, bring parts of the brain online. You know, it's exciting. Mm. It's playful. It's, and that's probably so good, so good for guys to do who have trouble flirting or trouble like sexually expressing themselves to women, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. if you satisfied yourself before you go on a date, maybe the pressure would be taken off. Mm. You know, like I've already taken care of my needs. Like I don't need this person to. I don't need this date to go a certain way. I don't need. Yeah. Like, I need, I need oh, I love that. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such good advice. That's such a good thought to keep in mind. Oh, yeah. awesome! All right, I can keep going. Right, but this is going. <laughs> um, where can the guys find you? Yeah, so um, a lot of my information is on my website, which is carlyjo.com, C A R L I J O, and then uh, Instagram would be uh, another great place, and that is cannabis sensuality coach is my Instagram handle and if you are um connecting 
with me from this podcast, message me, DM me, let me know. Let me know what your takeaways were, what you what you got out of this, right? Let's have a recap. <laughs> what yeah, are your takeaways? Recap. What are you excited to learn? What are you excited to put into practice? Um, and also feel free to add, you know, ask questions if there was something that you wanted like deeper clarification on. I I love all humans, but I do have like a really special spot in my heart for for conscious men that want to be conscious men. <laughs>